Banging Beers Podcast. Oh, you're right over there? <laughs> Episode 141. We're going to be doing Samuel Adams Holiday Pack. We have a few other show beers that we're trying out. We think we talked about last episode. Beers I happen if you forget about things. Yep. But this is Anthony. Andy. Bill. Bob. There we go. The, the team is all here. We're going to come up with like nicknames. Yeah. <laughs> Bob Daddy. <laughs> I, I vote for that one. Anyway, uh, we, we're going to be doing the, sh- the four sampler beers, uh, sharing those, and then we talked about having show beers throughout the thing, so we have two of those right now. Um, we have right now the Bryce is Right from Pilgaroo Brewing Company. If you are a huge wrestling fan like myself, if my voice sounds weird, I blew my voice out at a commentary, doing commentary last night at PPW. It was absolutely insane. Uh, my voice hurts. I'm going to drink it away. And then we also have a Sour Me Strawberry French Toast from Duke Club. So we're going to be doing those in between topics and in between beers, and that's going to be our, like, our in between show beers. I don't know. There's no name for it yet. We're just gonna. We're just gonna fucking drink. We're just gonna drink beer. Like yeah, we're trying to get all technical and stuff. We're here to drink beer. Absolutely. That's what we're gonna do. But um, also we have uh, topics tonight. It's gonna be all things holiday, whether it's music, movies, uh, family events, maybe fun holiday stories or traumatic holiday stories. We'll have some fun here uh, in between the beers. Um, the Sam Adams Holiday Pack is courtesy of the Craft House. Yep. So go check them out in Miners, Minersville. Yeah, sorry, Minersville, Pennsylvania. Um, you can get those there. I'm sure you can get them everywhere. Um, I almost tried the Holiday Winter and the Winter Lager um, at a bar the other night, and I was like, I probably think we're having them on the show. So I'll take a Chetty. So I went with a Chetty. But um, if you're also looking, we have a brand new webcam. So uh, it's it's the new Elgato face cam. Bob, I got to get you in shop, better boy. Um, <laughs> I'm going to talk as I do this. Look at this. One-man team here. Uh we're gonna we're gonna cuck it there, right there. Get Bob and shot. Get him in there. Um, but this is the brand new cam. I hope it looks better. Hope it runs better. We're trying it out. Um, you can see the lights a lot better. The last camera, like, if for some reason wouldn't pick up colors, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, if you are listening, make sure you go check out our uh, website, IWEP Network. All of our shows are linked. You can check out all the shows that are on there. There's something for everybody: supernatural, pro wrestling, beer, uh, just conversations and interviews. Everything's there. But definitely go support that. Um, but let's get into it. We just cracked open the Bryce's right, so that's going to be our first beer we're going to try out here. And uh, you gonna tell there. the story about this? Yeah. So this is a collaboration. What is this again? It's a apple pie pale wheat. Okay, that's what I thought. There it is. Um, we this this is a, a collaboration with Pilgrim Brewing Company, and they had their um, is it was it indie was it indie go what's a the Kickstarter thing? Yeah, the yeah. Kickstarter. Well, it's not technically a Kickstarter. It's like an indie. Yeah. It's, it has it a different that name. Same, yeah, same thing. It's a Kickstarter. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, they had this thing where you can you know support it and buy certain things and bit different tiers. And a referee who was on the independent scene for a very long time worked really really hard, very good at what he does. Bryce Rembrandt. Now he's on AEW and he's part of one of the best wrestling stables. Or referees staples in the world because they're all fantastic, and uh, he came to Pottsville, Pennsylvania, and helped make this beer. And uh, cheers, here he is, boys. First one on the show here. Cheers, Bryce. Let's get it in. Mm-hmm. There it is, Bryce. An apple pie wheat. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. I get the apple pie. I get a lot of the wheat. Like, I get a lot of the wheat yeah. too. Yeah. That's good. You want that? It stays with the style. So it's not it, not it not my. Also- Canned like a month ago. Yeah. Too, so yeah, I mean, it's not exactly my my thing, but it's not bad. It I'm gets what it's doing. I get I'm the apple pie. Not a, a wheat fan, but I think the apple pie definitely heavy on the wheat. Yeah. Uh, the apple pie does come through. It's fairly balanced. I just don't love wheat beer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm nor- I'm usually not a wheat beer fan too, but I think yeah, the, I, the I, apple makes it nice for me. That's why I think making it a wheat beer probably made it better because uh, they tend to be lighter bodied and all that other stuff tends to come through better. 
What is the ABV on this? Does it say? 5%? 5 percent. Five. Yeah, that's about right. Mm. All right. Uh, it's is, not there, bad, though. is there a write-up or anything for this? Uh, I think there is. Let's get it going here. Not much, but yeah. <laughs> I think the coolest thing though is an AEW referee, which you know is poised to surpass WWE. <laughs> oh, I, I, I mean, in quality, they already are. Quality and and, <clears throat> like and storylines and everything else. Light years above WWE. Not even really follow wrestling that much anymore, but. <laughs> um, yeah, it's cool to have. He went with one of our local brewers. Yeah, the funny thing is, is um, I I have a wrestling T-shirt problem, and I I love the I love the. I thought you have an everything T-shirt problem. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> so I own the Bryce is Right T-shirt, which is kind of like the the Bryce the 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 Price is Right font, but it kind of looks like Grand Theft Auto a little bit as well. But it it's it's um, uh, Philly's colors. It's oh, the nice. baby blue with the the red or maroon or whatever you want to call it. And I'm not a sports a Philly sports fan at all. <laughs> But everyone wears it, and then they're like, "Oh yeah, yeah, Bryce, Bryce, like Bryce Harper, Bryce yeah. Harper." <laughs> yep. uh, if I had to pick a team, I would have been a Nationals fan. So he left the Nationals. Obviously, you know the story. Mm-hmm. And then they won a championship without him. But he said in his first interview with the Phillies, he's like, "Can't wait to bring this championship to DC." And they're like, "You're in Philly now." <laughs> and then the Nationals won the championship, which is hilarious. But I wear it, and people are like, "Yeah, man, you're a Phillies fan." I was like, "It's it's a referee," and I had to tell the whole story. But you just be like, "Yeah." Yeah. Yep. No, sure. I, won't, I won't do that. Or get it. <laughs> or just like, no. <laughs> Screen printed on the back of the shirt and turn around. It's just no, a, whole get big, a, a disclaimer. A whole big story it. about it. Yeah. <laughs> get another screen print yep. on the back. Yeah. It's not about baseball. It's about a referee. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, he he's he's super cool. Um, him and him and Aubrey are probably my two favorite uh, things. But if you're also an AEW fan, and you like listening to podcasts. Go listen to AEW Unrestricted. It's Aubrey and Tony Schiavone, and they interview people from AEW, and it's absolutely fantastic so go check it out um if you want to check out our scores you can follow us all on uh on tapped as well uh you just type in begging Bears podcast anthony and then i tag everybody that's on there unless you guys want to yell out your names real quick but um yeah i really enjoy this that's not bad held i mean it's a wheat beer so it held up well so over the weekend we we did a pre-recorded episode we did not record last week so we put up our queen city episode uh a little behind the curtain, we will be recording two episodes today. So, back by popular demand is going to be the second back to back. We do one live, we pre record one, and then put it up at a later date. Um, people really like those second episodes. Um, the welcome 18 back 18 beers in by then, yeah. The welcome back <laughs> team said they did a Trogues episode, and boy, they were loosey goosey. <laughs> uh, they said very loose, but very entertaining, very fun. So, thank you to the welcome back team for giving us a plug on their podcast and uh, saying they enjoyed that episode of us being already an episode deep in beers and <laughs> doing a back to back. That could be very dangerous, but it, it seems to work out for us. But, um, yeah, so we went in Minersville. Let, let's give Props to Minersville, Pennsylvania. Um, the craft beer scene in School County is getting awesome. And honestly, like I keep always saying it, but I, I really think I think Pilgaroo lit the fire under everyone's ass. Like the, the, with the brew fests and everything they're doing, and just making more awareness for the craft beer scene. And and they've been doing it since they before they even had that building. But Minersville has been killing the game. Not only did they had a tap takeover in their town, but they had two within a block away from each other and two and two really awesome breweries. So the first one we went to was at the Washington Hotel. Yep. We went to see these uh, we went to the Snitz Creek Tap Takeover. Um how much was the flight? Was it like it's like 16 bucks, but it was like 8 ounce pour. Yeah, they were 8 ounce pour flights. <laughs> they were big. We were smoked. Yeah, not smoked like that, but but it was like it was a it was a good experience. Like it, 
hit or miss though because i think some people were, i was watching some people with their flights and if they weren't craft beer fans the eight ounces were very daunting so if they didn't like the style it got it got left oh yeah yeah and um but like they had a really good selection of what there was there um shit we still have a picture of it yeah it's on our instagram yeah we did post about it but they snit once again snitz creek obviously the solo champions for the brew brew uh Brewfest. Brewfest. And then they are also the tag team champions in Brews Giving. Who did they team up with again? Rotenda. Rotenda. Oh yeah. my god, that's 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 enough right there. Yeah, so they had the uh the blueberry cream ale, their pineapple that's opening day, one. which is an IPA, Cleopatra's Secret, which is another IPA, the Snitz Golden Lager, the Imperial Pumpkin Ale, a Blackberry Coffee Cheesecake Sour, their brown trout stout, and a cotton candy heifa. That cotton candy heifa was that was magic. Goddamn witchcraft. <laughs> so like the cotton candy heifa, I don't love sweet beers, but it wasn't sweet. It had like the entry of a heifa, and then it just like the bubblicious cotton candy gum. Yeah, and it <laughs> like the aftertaste. Like it, drank, it drank like juice. Yeah, it was the the cheesecake sour was actually really surprising as well. It was coffee cheesecake sour. Yeah, and I didn't get any coffee. No, like, yeah, I mean was... like maybe a hint, but that cheesecake was like strong. The yep. strawberry and the cheesecake. Then the the brown trout stout I really love because it's just a very nice dry stout, but definitely a great. Uh, um, Washington hotels are a little low key on what they have, like because they have some nice crafts there, especially with the tap takeovers. I think Victory was there the next day, actually. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. They had like the Victory wagon, and they did like some barbecue or something. I think. So this is the what winter lager, right? Yes. So we cracked open our first, uh, our first of the Samuel Adams. This is the winter lager, five point six ABV from uh, Samuel Adams uh, Beer Company in Boston, Pen uh, yeah, Boston, Pennsylvania. Boston, Massachusetts. Well, technically. Boston, Pennsylvania. <laughs> Brainingsville. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good call. For the first time in 31 years, we're updating the classic winter lager recipe to make it uh, crisper and, br and brighter. It's the same iconic beer with the winery, uh, wintry remix, I'm sorry, Chris Bach with citrus spices, lager brewed with orange peel, cinnamon, and ginger. Um, 18,000 check-ins, averages a 3.56. And four friends have checked it in, and it averages a 344. Actually, before I even check that in, let me go back to the Bryce's right quick. We didn't give like the full rundown on what people thought. Um, nine friends checked it in, gave it a four. It had 36 check-ins, averaged a 349. Uh, so it's right there in the cusp of a 3.5 beer. Um, yeah, so a collaboration with AEW referee Bryce Renberg, this apple pie ale, uh, wheat Ale will put you down for the one, two, three. There it is. <laughs> I like that write up. Good job, boys. All right. Our winner so, logger. Winter logger. So Billy and I had talked about this pack because when we thought it'd be cool to feature, especially because old Fezziwig is back, which is one that I always really liked. Uh, and apparently it was gone for a while. It was gone for a couple of years. Um, but also because I think a lot of us, Sam Adams was our first introduction to craft beer. Because uh, you think about when a lot, because those of us following him, like where, like I, was 21 in well, technically Yingling. Technically, mm, but I mean, not when, the same. Like beers that when had you grow up things. with, yeah. When you grow up with Yingling, it's not like like I still wouldn't even consider Yingling really craft. It's hard to think Sam Adams is a craft because you think it's everywhere. So one of these first probably in like what 2000. When did I turn 21? How old am I? <laughs> uh, so I turned 21 in 2004. So craft beer wasn't really a thing yet. It was around, but not to the extent it is today. Yeah. And I remember one of the first craft dish beers I had besides like the Boston lager. And I always liked the Boston lager because it was it, the hoppiness of it compared to like Budweiser and even like Yingling and all that stuff. Plus Sam Adams nearly wasn't nearly as big then. 
But the cherry wheat was like one of the yep. first ones that I ever had that was like, oh, this is a beer that tastes different. Yeah. And then the winter lager became a staple. Um, and just there are different Christmas packs. And then obviously a little shortly after that is when craft beer really started to boom. Because I think my first three craft true craft beers were um the cherry wheat, Sierra Nevada Pale Ale, and the uh, Rogue Dead Guy Ale. Yep. So remember, Hucklebucks is like the first place around here that had those beers. And it's just the journey went from there. I think a lot of people's first experience of craft beer in the area was either Hucklebucks or uh, the uh, the Greystone. Because the Greystone yep. always had a side tap and had a little cooler of, of craft beer. They did really well with that. Also with the Sam Adams, like every Christmas you were guaranteed to if you went to someone's house. Yeah, and they, Sam, they would have gotten the Sam Adams variety pack because yeah. they're not sure what to have at the house for people. Yeah, they're like oh, oh, oh it's, it's a, a variety. variety pack. Yeah, plus it's always a good fallback. Like when you go to a place that doesn't really have a great tap, and it's like they got Coors and Miller and Budweiser and whatever, and it's like, but if they have a Sam Adams tap, I'm gonna go for that one every time. Yeah, they're, 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 there's usually Boston Lager and whatever yeah. seasonal one it's currently out. Yeah. Uh, this is a good lager. I love the maltiness to it. Definitely, they. This isn't the winter lager that I remember. <laughs> it almost drinks kind of like an Oktoberfest. To me, anyway, that maltiness, like it almost like a caramel beer to me. It's not as spiced as it used to be. Yeah. Well, I think last year, the year before, they changed all of them. Yeah. Like I think they changed the summer <laughs> ale. They changed this, and I don't remember what other one. What are you thinking, Bob? Uh, like um, it's malty at first. I, I get some caramel undertones, and then um, I'm trying to figure out like I, I can get hints of like the citrus peels. I'm trying to figure, but uh, just like general citrus, I can't. Yeah, I can't pull a particular fruit out of it. Yeah, and there's definitely the spice is like I don't really. I'm not really tasting the cinnamon or the ginger at all like it definitely does not taste nearly as spiced as it used to be no there's like almost no spice to it used it. to be much darker too yeah there's the, i think that the spice of that is completely i think i just checked it in twice whoops <laughs> um yeah there's there's no spice to that at all um it's it's almost non-existent but it, i like it said to me it drinks more like an Oktoberfest. yeah it's definitely more like a marson yeah but it's, it's still okay yeah, I like it. I would I would drink more of these. Next time I go out, if this is at a bar, this is probably going to be a go-to for a while. I think it's a good lager. You know I like my lagers. Well, speaking of Christmas and going to a bar and drinking beers, what are some of your favorite holiday beers that you look forward to that you get in this area? We'll start with you, Bob. Um, not so much the bars as, as, as a distributor, probably. Uh uh, I, I'm always big on the uh, the Sammy Claus if I can find it. Um, I, uh, Mad Elf and, and now the Grand Crew. Uh, uh, sometimes I, I'll just get them instead, and I won't make the the, the trip to look for the Sammy Claus as much. Mm -hmm. But uh, um, I've always been huge fans of both of them. Um, uh, the Grand Crew is fantastic too since they started making that. Uh, actually, I just picked up a four-pack of this year's release. Yeah, I like how it's in the smaller bottles this yes. year, too. Yeah. So I, I put one in the fridge for probably next week, and I'll let the others sit for... Uh, Matt Elf and I had a real bad night one time. We drank a <laughs> bunch of them. We bought, a, I think Dave Cantwell bought, like, a case, and we just drank it before, like, a Boys Upstairs show on a Friday night, <laughs> and we drank a lot of them. 
and we realized then the how strong they were, and they were like time bombs. <laughs> yep, and we were smushed. I think that's a lot of people's experience with with Matt Elf their first few so times. Every they time don't I, realize that it's a eleven point nine percent. Yeah. So if you ever have like a bad whiskey night where you like drink a bunch of like liquor and then you go to drink it again like a couple months later and you remember how deathly sick because you overdrank and you're an idiot. Mm-hmm. Every now and then I, I have like a, a Mad Elf and I'll drink. I'm like, ooh, I remember that night. And it just like kind of goes through me. It's a great beer, but like you drink yourself sick on one, uh, on, yeah, on something one time it. and then it ruins it for everything. <laughs> Not saying it's a bad beer. It just, it's one of those things that just haunts me still because we, because I, <laughs> I drank like an idiot that day. And uh, it, um, I didn't get any yet this year too, but I usually try and grab uh, Samuel Smith's Winter Welcome every year too. Oh, that's a good one. The Shiner Fest one is pretty good. Cool. Uh, look at Rish here with the like on Facebook. Thank you so much, Rish. You're a mm-hmm. dear, dear doll. You know her, right? Uh, I'm, I'm familiar. How about the new <laughs> hair on her? Looking yeah. good. Look, oh, yeah. Looking sharp. You don't live with her, though. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, baby. <laughs> you sure this is okay? I'm like, Rish, the world just told you it looks great. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, was, what were they talking about at, at Jim Thorpe? The, their, the foreheads? Oh, Hannah wanted Botox for her, and she's like 26 years old. <laughs> um, uh, but after we left the Washington Hotel, we went down to um, the the Little Brown Barrel, yep. which they had a tap takeover from Rusty Rail. Um, School County's best, worst kept secret. Uh, more craft beer drinkers need to know about the wash uh, about the Little Brown Barrel. Holy Hannah, their beer list is fucking incredible yeah and like the food is fantastic yeah. like i am obsessed with their french dip. what did i get the you, you both got bacon, like the, mac the and chicken cheese. bacon ranch, ranch or, mac and cheese or holy whatever. crap yep. so good um but yeah i got that and then so that not only did they have a special version of the fog monster which technically they weren't allowed to call it that because they had they didn't go through like but we're calling it we're adopting it it's ours we had the skook monster which was a boilo inspired version of frog monster and it was fantastic we were gonna have it on the show here today but we drank it all it was too good we, we smashed it it's it's gone so we're just gonna have the bottle there to talk about but it was really really good straight they, oh, yeah. okay good straight off the tap it definitely had well, that. Firkin. yeah it was a firkin um so it was, it was made specially for that night because uh, the first Friday of every month at Little Brown Barrel, they do Firkin Friday, and a different brewery will come in, and they'll do a specialty for whatever's going on that night. There is a very high chance that you can go to Little Brown Barrel and get a beer you're never going to get anywhere else. And that's crazy to think about in, in a little towny, little town of School County. Yeah, because uh, the last one they did was North Country Brewing from out uh, near Slippery Rock, I believe. Um, and they were there. They did a, a different hop variant of their one of their stouts. So it was the, the the one of their big stouts, but they changed the hops and it was fantastic. Yeah, and then the other, they had what four beers that are at least three that were not available to everybody. They were like scratch series. There, yeah, yeah the, there was a sidetrack that we had to you added in. Yeah, it was like a the, French toast one. Yeah, or the French yeah. toast that was really French good. Toast. And usually when you get a French toast, we actually have one here on the on the on the lineup for Duclaw once we finish our wheat. But uh, normally you get those French toast beers and they always go with a stout style. And this one was a, an IPA. It was either an IPA or a golden ale or something. Yeah, like, I don't I think, think it ch- had the IPA body. Yeah, it, I think we checked it as a golden ale. I think so. Yeah, yeah I think that's what it was. Um, golden but ale. it was really good. Yeah, it was. It tasted like a friend. I think I'd have a hard time drinking a full pint of it. Yeah, but it was really good. It was. It was very sweet, but it tasted exactly like French toast. It was a good like eight ounce dessert beer. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then there was another one, but I think it was a stout, like a coffee stout or something. 
I don't remember. There was a few other ones. We we had a lot of beers. <laughs> but uh, once again, the, the staff and the ownership there, always supportive. We will be back there very soon to do a uh, recording at the Little Brown Barrel very soon. Probably, yeah, and, probably <clears throat> beginning a new year, we'll be there. Yeah, and Steve, Steve took Tony and I down for a tour of the beer dungeon. Oh, my God. <laughs> Holy shit, just wall to wall between the Sixtals and the... Bottling. I pain. thought we were walking into like the Pulp Fiction scene. I thought there was gonna be like a guy down there with like a game <laughs> suit on. Um, but listen, if that if that's the room I'm gonna be tortured in with that, like just keep feeding me beer, I'm cool with it. But we went through like the Evil Dead hatch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a very small hatch for a big man like me. Yeah, that's a, you got to be little to work there. Yeah, I was like, I, there's no way I'm getting down there. <laughs> but wow, just some of the stuff he has on the lineup that's coming out soon, like the winter lineups that he that he doesn't even put on tap oh, yeah. yet. Really, really cool. That's a that's a very. Under- I was talking to him yesterday. I think like six kegs kicked the night before. So it says, "Hey, Dick, I'm listening." <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's why I said it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I love that place. But yeah, bold tap takeover is absolutely fantastic. Um, good job, Minersville. I've, yeah, I didn't get to make it to the Washington because I was at work, but I met up at the. At the, yeah, yeah. The he let us put our barrel. he let us put our sticker up in the front window, which yep. was really cool. So if you go to the if you go to the um, the little brown barrel, take a little selfie with our sticker in the window and send it to us. Yeah, and as of Wednesday, this past Wednesday, they still have some of the Schnitz Creek beers on at Washington too. So they had the Heffa, the blueberry, the stout, and the pineapple. That blueberry is the greatest beer. Cream ale. Oh, I can drink that forever. If they can run a pipeline to my yeah. house and just I always have it. I would. That'd be awesome. You guys still have it at the craft house? Uh, no, we just have. I think a couple four packs left of the vanilla. Oh, that blueberry's already gone. Yeah, that it's so good. It's and the, and they serve it with the blueberries at the when you get it on tap at at the Washington Hotel. It's was really good. All right, we're on to our second one here. This is the this is the Sam Adams Holiday White Ale, which was formerly known as White Christmas. Citrusy and hazy. I don't believe I don't remember if I've ever even had this while it was White Christmas. I probably did, but did they not make Cold Snap this year? Cold uh, Snap is a I didn't see it summer yet. beer. No, isn't it? No, it's a winter. Is but it? I, I think it comes out. Oh wait, like, that's the later, one, isn't it? Yeah. All right, so this is a 5.8 ABV. Um, ah, the holidays, full of friends, family, festive parties, and a last-minute gifts for. Uh, for food and mishaps. Whatever happens, this flavorful ale is your trusty plus one. Smooth, smoothing things over with orange peel and holiday spices. Um, 15.1 thousand check-ins. Average is a 3.54. Nine friends have checked it in for me, and it gets a 3.47. So. All right. What we got here? So I'm thinking instead of the lager, if you just want like a, a lager, go with the lager. But this is gonna be more of your holiday spice beer. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe not. You've, you've I'm going for it now. It's very mild. There's a little bit of spice, like on. the Oh, back there's end. definitely spice there, but it's like it's a it's light. It's very light on the back. It's very light bodied. Yeah, wheat beer too, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I believe so. It just says herbed beer. It's a white ale, so it's probably yeah. It's got to be a wheat. It's not bad. I think uh, actually, it's very easy drinker. It's not over heavily spiced. It's very light bodied. A bit of citrusiness to it. Yeah, like orange, like light orange tangerine. Yeah. This tastes more like a holiday beer than the lager does. Yeah, the winter yeah. lager. The spices, the the spices are are not super pronounced, but they're you could tell they're there a little bit more than the lager. 
Like I remember the old winter lager used to be a spice bomb, and that's yep. what I love. Like it was a nice winter, like warmer style. It was more of a winter warmer style than it was like a winter lager. Yeah. Well, every bar I've I've seen so far, they've had the bottles of the holiday winter white ale and the winter lager just everywhere. They're they're all over the place, and um, I feel like uh, I guess the strategy I, I could just I'm just just me guessing. This is my fantasy booking like a wrestling here, but uh, I feel like the winter lager is like all right. You don't want spice. You don't want the the festive flavoring in your beer there's your winter lager and we can throw a lager on and just say winter on it and go at it and then this one's more going to be your easy drinker light bodied it's almost like a it has more flavor like it's very flavorful so it's when we say light body it's not like you're drinking like a a very very light beer like a, a flight or something like that but it's um it's 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 light body in the fact that it just goes down very easy but it it does pack a punch when it comes to the flavor like you get the holiday spices you get the orange peel it's all there yeah, I think I'm actually digging this one more than the new winter lager. It's kind of almost too like a blue moon re- replacement. Yeah, for th- it's a great call I for the winter. Like, is. I, I actually I would take this over blue moon. Well, yeah, I'm just meaning like in the winter time. Yeah. If you don't want something that's like orangey. If, if blue you're a bartender, you're like this. Yeah, if you're a bartender and someone goes, "Oh, what's the holiday white ale?" Be like, "It's like a blue moon, but Christmas spices." That's the best way. And I not. Describe. I I feel like Blue Moon's like sticky or something. Like every time I yeah, drink it, like I must be the odd man out because I've always just thought it was blah. I've never been a big oh, it's not a go to for me. Moon. No, I don't. No. Yeah, I don't care for it. But every time I, I've had it, like I, it feels like I don't know. Like sticky is the only way I can describe it. Even with the without the orange peel, it's just I don't know. There's something about it. It just doesn't jive with me. It's too sweet too. I'm not a big orange flavor fan. I like orange, but I just think like I don't know. Blue Moon is just. I love oranges. I just don't like it flavored <laughs> and stuff. Not my, not my bag. Now, their pretzel wheat they put out a few years ago, which I heard is back. With the salted yeah. caramel pretzel or whatever. Yeah. They, they have like the, a, there's a pretzel wheat and then a chocolate one. There's a pretzel wheat off a of shock top that's back. Oh, it's shock top. Yeah. It was not Blue Moon. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. it's back. There was a pretzel wheat and a chocolate one. You mix them in for a chocolate covered pretzel. There it is. Yeah. Well, there's the, uh, the Lion and Kugel chocolate dunkle's not bad. Yeah, that one's all right. So do we forget any holiday beers? I, I kind of interrupted. Well, we only started uh, with Bob's. Yeah, kind of my thing. You only went to Bob's. So. kind of my thing. So uh, I, do. I would say, honestly, mine spoiled and angry children off a stick man. Okay. It's probably one of my favorites. Eddie, what's your favorite evil genius? Not <laughs> 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 Ugh. None. <laughs> but it's a uh, like a holiday spice ale that they brew with actual Christmas tree branches. It's that they get at a uh, like a local Christmas tree <laughs> farm. What was a brewing company that throws like a legit Christmas tree in their their batch? So that's what I was actually going. To. So my favorite Christmas beer no longer exists, and it was the what the Pennsylvania tuxedo the, from uh, yeah. yeah the <laughs> Pen- Pennsylvania tuxedo yeah the Pennsylvania tuxedo yeah. from uh, Dogfish Head. That it was, was a good one. They stopped was, making it. No, they yeah. They stopped making it, and it was uh like it was the winter ale brewed with like actual spruce tips. And that was a fantastic. I loved it. It was so good. That was my favorite. It doesn't exist anymore. Hopefully, they bring it back. Yeah, I actually, I was pretty fond of that one. Yeah, it was like a collaboration with like Woolworth or yep. something. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the Pennsylvania tuxedo was that was my favorite. But now my, I mean, between Matt and Rudolph, I got to go back to Rudolph. I haven't had that in a long time from Fagley's to compare it to Matt Elf. But Matt Elf, not so much Mad Elf, my favorite, but one of my, my favorite thing to do with the Mad Elf is on um, their suggestion is mix it with the Grand Cacao Stout. Yep. And you get 
basically a chocolate mad elf and it is that's with, probably my favorite winter Jesus christmas right. style which You're they're both available they're both in their winter variety yep. pack yeah they're the trogues yeah. winter variety pack is a is a home run and yep. it's strong it's like the sam adams if you want to like stay like a reasonable adult you can get that variety pack and everybody at your party will stay somewhat normal. Uh, if you want people, if you want to turn your party into a pagan Yule event where everyone's just going to turn into a giant orgy and people are going to take their, get the Trogues. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's strong. You're going to get Troganators in there. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Troganator, Mad Elf, yep. Perpetual, the Dream Grand Weaver. Cacao, Dreamweaver, and Blizzard of Hops. It's, it's, it really comes down to how much you love or hate your family. If, yep. if, if, you, if you really hate your family and you want to cause a scene, go and drink the variety pack from Trogues because you're going to definitely make a yeah. scene. If you, if you love your family and you want to stay calm and cool this holiday season, <laughs> go with the Sam Adams because you can drink a bunch of those and you'll still stay in the ballpark because it's all around 5%. So just a little holiday tip from here at Bang & Beers Podcast. If, you, uh, if you're looking for a variety pack this mm-hmm. year. <laughs> um, my favorite, I don't know if they made any holiday packs this year, but it's something I always look forward to, is usually every year Flying Dog does their Christmas cookie variety pack. But it's hard. Sometimes it's hard to find. But yeah, I, I didn't so, see it. Yeah, I know we got the yellow collaborations too with yeah. like the, the individual cookie companies. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I think like a year or two ago they collaborated with um, like the ones in the tins. What's the company that makes the where every, every gra- everyone's grandmother like it turned to like a needle pin box like for their sewing kits like <laughs> that cookie the, tin the turned yeah the yeah the butter cookies yeah <laughs> yeah so they they teamed with that company a couple years ago I don't know if they did it last year but I always looked forward to that collaboration those were always uh, something I looked forward to from Flying Dog was their cook- Christmas cookie beers but um yeah but yeah the uh, Matt Elf will always look forward to in the Grand Crew and um maybe we'll do that for those mixes. Packs. The yeah. mixes are, like I said, the mixes are fantastic. The chocolate, basically, is chocolate mad elf, and it's fucking awesome. Actually, if if you want to do a brain damage Christmas episode, <laughs> I I still have at least one, if not two, bottles of Sammy Claus that have been sitting. Uh, I just got the the Grand Crew. Uh, I got regular mad elf. Uh, I, I I'm I'm we're, down. We're 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 still sitting on that uh, Goose Island. The yeah. the one I got from. Um, Half barrel in the heighten. <laughs> that, that's at least ten percent. That would have to happen. You said you're not here next week. Maybe our post Christmas episode. It might be. Yeah, yeah we'll do a post Christmas. We'll we can do, do the Christmas post Christmas episode. Day after Christmas, Christmas episode. Beers. I know that uh, the day after Christmas we have. Uh, my dad's gonna be hanging out with us that episode. He's bringing beers. But if that's what we're doing, we won't. We won't. We won't drink the beers he brings that day. Um, but he's gonna be bringing us a bunch of beers from uh, Warhorse. We're gonna have nice. another Warhorse episode. Um, they just had a real bad fire in their winery. Oh, they, I, yeah, they I lost one of their wineries. So, uh, yeah, I'll definitely show them some support. We love them to death. I love their beers. I think he got a, a version of Lieutenant Dan. A bunch of stuff's going on up there. So he's he's bringing us some Warhorse. But we'll do that the day after Christmas. We'll get we'll get wild. It'll just be a one record day. We'll go. We'll see if we can get the variety pack for Trogs. We'll do the Trogs variety pack, and then we'll throw in the the ground crew, and then dro- throw in that stuff. We'll throw <laughs> the death <laughs> beers. Yeah. Yep. We'll, we'll talk about how shitty our family was the day before at Christmas. <laughs> so what's your uh, what's your favorite holiday? Beer I would say the Flying Dog variety pack is good. Like I said, you can't go wrong with the the Trogues, the uh, the the winter. That what is it? The 
Blizzard hops is always a go-to for me. Double Blizzard. Yeah, it's fantastic oh, this year. So I think. Good. Oh, they they came it back came out, out this week. Yeah. yeah, they came out this week. If you get if, if you get it, we only got two cases. It's gone. That was honestly it. It's gone already. Really? Yeah, fuck. Wow. Uh, I think it there's a ton in, of it at Weiss actually. Yeah, What's that? Weiss you can get. Yeah, it. Okay. because <clears throat> they bought a ton of it, so that's why we only were allowed to get two cases. That sucks. So yeah. the big man squashing the little guy. Always. <laughs> yep. You see the Hazelden Weiss. Oh yeah, burned down. I didn't burn down. Well, it burned really bad. Yeah, they had a really bad fire. Last week, is there a beer section? Okay, no. That's where. Well, that's where it started on the. Uh, it was, but it was on the roof. I would have ran in and started saving the beer. Hey, yeah, it was the other the other night when it was really windy. Like yeah, it was like last week. Yeah, mm. yeah, I did see that. Um, yeah, but it was all it was all on the roof. So uh, from everybody spraying down. Ah, those bottles are still good. Um, Give them a wiper. <laughs> they, 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 everything they said. Every they're, they're getting rid of everything in the entire store. They're not making an attempt to salvage anything. So, so what dumpster are they dumping those beers in? <laughs> we can give those a quick wipe down. We'll be yeah. good to go. They're sealed. They'll, they'll be smoky. They'll be yeah. smoky variants. Yeah. The, <laughs> the, right. the Hazelton Wise Smoky right. Edition. So the Reunion IPA is our next line, next one up here from the Sam Adams. And I believe Christmas this is pack. new this year. Yeah, I don't remember this. Recall this. I wonder why they went with Reunion. Did this, uh, this little it smells? Thing. Uh, er, um, extract every bit of magic from this year's celebrations, uh, just as we did with this Reunion IPA. This golden IPA has bright citrus and pine aromatics with a hint of lightly toasted malt and its clean body crisp and clean finish. Um, this has is a 6% ABV. Two friends have checked it in, gave it a 2.88. Well, I got to check this out now. All right, one friend gave it a 3.25, um, and the other one gave it a 2.5. So how does that... All right, whatever. Um, and 5.1 uh, check-ins, and it averages a 3.42. It's got a hint of cat piss to it. Well, we got a little cat pissy going on. Untapped. If you ever listen to us, that please don't that a category. I, I'm, oh, I'm trying to remember where the hell I saw it. A little bit. A little bit. They, they, they wouldn't say cat piss, but they called it catty. Yeah. Catty. <laughs> <laughs> catty. They know what they're doing. They know what the cat like. Yeah, the mm. cat man. Here for the gasp. Oh. That's 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 different. It's very grassy. It seems like it wants to be an IPA, but it's different. Like it has the hoppiness to it, but it also drinks I also didn't rinse my glass out for the like last one. There's like a metallic grassiness to it that I'm I'm not getting metallic. Like like it pennies. leaves a weird I mean, it's like the like aftertaste. The aftertaste. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. pennies. <laughs> Here, drop one in. No. <laughs> oh. Oh man. If you if you are checking us out, let us know live. Say 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 you're uh, yeah, watching think, along. I think most of my magic was already extracted. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be honest. This one didn't do it for me, boys. I'm not. I'm not digging this one. I don't think it's awful. I don't think it's my the worst beer I've ever had, but it's not it's not something I would probably go back to. No, they gave they gave it a shot. Listen, they threw it in the variety pack. They said, uh, "Well, it says clean, earthy, malty, and it's creamy." Definitely uh, earthy. earthy. Yeah. Yep. Um, I, I'm really getting a metallic aftertaste from it too. Like the hop, the hop is okay. Like but... it's not bad. I'm not. I wouldn't be upset if I had one. But I think yeah, that that's my like, only real complaint too. It, it, it's that that odd on the aftertaste. 
Yeah, it's definitely it's like metallic and <laughs> grass. I don't know. Like I just took a bite out of a bale of hay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's that bad. For I mean, but everyone everyone's taste buds. I mean, I'm not saying that as a, exactly a bad thing. It's just yeah. it's just weird. I don't know. Not into it. Sorry, Sam. Sorry, Sammy. Merry Christmas. Um, all right. Filthy animal. We'll sp- that's that's a good segue. Let's go <laughs> yeah. Christmas movies. All right. I'll start with you because you you, you, me, you got us in there. <laughs> My number one, uh, definitely Christmas Vacation. I have one. I uh, dude, the attic scene bothers me. Why? Because all right. First off, he falls to this floor. Yeah. You've already fucked up the roof. Just climb down. But he couldn't because he couldn't. Yeah, because there wasn't enough room because of the bed. He could have. He could have. Because he Chevy Chase is a big dude. He's like yeah. six three. Yeah. He could have. He could. <laughs> he could have done that. And then that, to be like you cr- crawling in the basement of the oh, if I'm in a cold attic, little brown barrel, and everyone just <laughs> left for five hours to go Christmas shopping, that hole's gonna get a lot bigger. <laughs> <laughs> um, and poor Russ is gonna have a a really cold up top bunk. That's how the that's <laughs> put a trash bag on it. That's how we're doing this. Um, and then and then he finally gets you know bundled up, warmed up. And then he decides that of all the places in the attic to sit, sit down. on the door. He sits on the <laughs> fucking door. Well, that's Clark. That's what he does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, it's a great movie. It's definitely. It's my number three. 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 Oh. Um, I I'm really torn on a movie, and we're we were trying to figure it out on our Christmas episode of Not Cool in High School if it qualifies as a Christmas movie or a Thanksgiving movie because they don't really clarify. It's like a holiday movie. Planes, trains, and automobiles. Planes, trains, and automobiles. It's a Thanksgiving Thanksgiving movie. I watch that movie every Thanksgiving night. Yeah, that's a really every single Thanksgiving night I watch that. Uh, But my my number one, no no contest, no hand, no 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 no, it just fucking dominates. Home Alone. Home Alone is the. I love Home Alone too, but the new one, Home Sweet Home Alone. Yeah, that (laughs) it was so good. Home Alone three. (laughs) (laughs) There's like nine Home Alones we figured out. Yeah. Um, Fine. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot. There's a lot up there. I mean, I'm maybe exaggerating. Another prequel to Saw. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, also, another Christmas movie that a lot of people don't maybe consider Christmas movies, and I would probably put it in my top three, like maybe right by Christmas Vacation, because they kind of like spoofed it a little bit in the beginning. They used the animation, and they like instead of like like that's how they intro the movie. Friday After Next is a really <laughs> funny holiday Christmas movie. It takes place during Christmas. It's really, really entertaining. It's really funny. I I really like that movie. I think my top three, Christmas Vacation, Home Alone, Scrooge. Scrooge is good too. Bill Murray can't go wrong. The number, like Christmas Vacation is just so infinitely quotable and that's what makes it my number one. Like Home Alone is great. Like I I don't know how often I say like, look what you did, you little jerk. (laughs) My favorite one is, have a good vacation, bring me back something French. (laughs) (laughs) I've, uh, I once almost got in a fight with my sisters because every year they do the 24 hours of a Christmas story uh, and, and they have to have it on the TV on Christmas Day at my parents' house. And I, and I, AMC ran 24 hours of Christmas vacation oh, and then I, I, I turned off a Christmas story and put that on and they chased me around the house <laughs> like, like yelling at me like, we have to watch a Christmas story like, we did I love three times Christmas story yeah. like but I think the 24 hours of a Christmas story really ruined it for me. I just I, 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 I just love that uh, the director of a Christmas story also directed 
Black Christmas. Oh, yeah, yeah that's funny. Black yeah, that is true. <laughs> so he has two Christmas movies at the complete opposite end yeah, of the spectrum. Definitely. Christmas Story is a fantastic movie, but I think it's one of those movies that gets shoved down your throat. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I love it. It's great. But like I said, like, uh, when you can watch it six times in a day just by flipping through the channel. Like, I watch it once on Christmas Eve, and then I'm good. Yeah. Like, uh, go ahead, Bob. What, what about you? Um, uh, they tend to air it more on Christmas. Are although... you serious, Clark? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bane from Apollo 88 hanging out with us, man. Thank you so much for, for tuning in. But uh, I... I would tend to think that it actually should be more of an Easter movie, but uh, uh, Ben Hur, the 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 one with uh, Charlton Heston. Okay, I I personally have not seen it. That's an old school. Yeah, yeah. it's old school. Um, another good Christmas movie. Uh, and it's crazy because we did a Chris the list like some website made a list, so of course they they trump everybody, right? But um, the animated Grinch, both of them beat out the Jim Carrey Grinch. And that's criminal because that's a no, fantastic no, that's movie. Horrible. I think the original. I, I, I remember you like you like the original over Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey's just too much sometimes. Oh, so, he was so good. So, the, the, he, Doctor Seuss's widow is still alive, and she said that as long as she's alive, as a result of that movie, she'll never allow them to do another film project. Yeah, because he Ooh. he nailed it. No, he didn't. He ruined it. <laughs> I loved it. The. So my favorite viewing of sure that wasn't because of Cat in a Hat <laughs> of the Grinch. Yeah, come on, let's be real. Cat in a Hat was awful. Yeah, my my favorite group viewing. Of, uh, you know what? You are correct. It was the Cat in the Hat. It was not the Grinch. Yeah, <laughs> the Grinch so is in, awesome. The Sorry, Grinch is fine. In I just high school, it a too much. So in high school, when the Jim Carrey Grinch came out, like not long before, I was in German class, and at Christmas we got to watch that movie in German. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to whisper, because you can hit me, and the walls would rivet. You're an idiot! <laughs> <laughs> My favorite thing is it's actually a blooper. Das Grinch or Dare Grinch? I think, uh, should be da Dare. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. uh, he's male. In the scene I where think. he goes to pull the tablecloth off and rip everything off, he pulls the tablecloth and does the perfect thing where everything stayed on the table. And he, like, walks away, and he just walks back and knocks everything <laughs> off. Like, that wasn't even, like, that wasn't scripted. He actually did it where he pulled it off perfectly. <laughs> I always want to so, do this. The new uh, on HBO Max eight eight bit Christmas. I didn't I see that. Everyone watched. It was pretty good. Oh my it's, god! It's uh, uh, Neil Patrick Harris, and he tells his daughter the story of the Christmas when the Nintendo came out. <laughs> oh, nice! <laughs> that video of that kid getting an N sixty four on Christmas is probably still oh, one yeah. of the best videos of all time. Nintendo sixty four. He just loses his shit. Um, but I did take your recommendation. Unfortunately, I didn't do both yet. I still have to watch Dexter. I have not watched it yet. Yeah, I watched. But them. I did watch the South Park COVID. Yep, three I times. Had a to watch and that yet. three the, fucking times. The I next it. part comes out on December sixteenth. <laughs> called uh, post COVID. COVID returns. <laughs> so now, that's what it's called. How, how many COVID episodes do they have now? I wouldn't. Well, this one that's coming out will be the third. Fourth, fourth, yes. The one that's okay, coming so, out will be the. So fourth. I've only seen the first one. So, so I COVID, yeah, there, so. there's COVID the happens. there's the COVID special, the vaccination special, and then post COVID, and now post COVID the return. Yeah, post COVID, COVID return. <laughs> so the, the the premise of this is, COVID, uh, it ends in the last special where Stan's dad has created the pandemic special weed, and 
I, I forget exactly how it goes down, but it, he has a, he's jerking off. Yeah, and because gets in the, he, he puts it into the plants. And here's so like the cure because COVID. Because he, he's the one, he thinks he started it because he had sex with the pangolin, him and Mickey Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that part. <laughs> yeah, but um, so it, then it, it fast forwards to them as adults and um, the hilarity ensues. Yeah, it's uh, like the whole Cartman thing. You expect more from it, but it doesn't go where you expect it to. You're like, oh, he's... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the, uh, the best part is he goes, yeah, I won't spoil it, but he goes, you really think, Kyle, I would dedicate all these years of my life to do this <laughs> just to pull a prank on you? And he goes, yes, yes, I fucking did, Cartman. <laughs> <laughs> and then the whole time, Cartman's like super nice. And like, he's just like, like, he's like, and Kyle cannot handle it. Like he's having a fucking <laughs> breakdown. And then like Cartman's wife's like, what's the matter? He goes, you know, your husband is a piece of shit. She goes, what is this coming from? He's like, your husband once snuck into my room at night and gave me AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, oh my God. He goes, Kyle, I'm leaving. He's like, oh, I need to watch it. Yeah. Oh, when shit. he trains the kids to say, Fuck you, Uncle Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. And the one, his one kid is literally him. Just yeah. him. It's, yeah. it's baby. It's Cartman. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's so fucking funny. And then the way, the whole time I'm watching it, I'm like, all right, cool. All right. There's that character. There's that character. Yeah. Where, I was. Where is my character? Where is Butters? Where is, is Butters? That's a big question. And then at yeah. the very end, uh -huh. you're like, I need part two now. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, Another another funny scene, not really a spoiler thing. I think it was clipped all over the internet, but it's like a, it, like Clyde. Is it Clyde? I Cl think so. Clyde won't take the vaccination, and he's the only one in town that's not vaccinated. So it's kind of like throwing shots at both sides of the political spectrum. Mm -hmm. So Clyde won't get vaccinated. So the government has shut down the entire town until that one person gets <laughs> vaccinated. Like ninety nine percent is vaccinated, but one person's not. So it punishes it for everybody. <laughs> and he's they're like. Take it, and they're like trying to trick him the whole time to get vaccinated. So the one scene, they're like, "Well, why?" He goes, "You know, now you have to realize it's been like thirty years." He's like, "I just need to do more research." I, like, it's been fucking thirty years. He's like, "Ah." He goes, "But I'm also allergic to shellfish." They're like, "Shellfish isn't even in the vaccine." And he's like, "Yeah, but what if like the person who I read on the internet that one time that somebody got the vaccine and the person who gave the vaccine was handling shellfish and they made the vaccine and the, and they're like, "Oh, you won't get vaccinated because of shellfish. You're you're, you're shellfish." And he's like. Yeah, <laughs> and then they try to sneak him coke, and he's like, "Got about the, He's like, "Yeah, fuck yeah, coke boy!" And he goes to snort. He goes, "Wait a second, is this the vaccine?" And they're like, "Oh, he goes on." They're like, "I'm not putting that shit in my body." <laughs> it's just oh, like I need to watch it. It's so good, and everything is like Prime Plus. Yeah, Prime Plus. Uh, Applebee's, Denny's Plus, or something. Yeah, is where they like go a, to eat at. Everything's like Plus or Max or like, yeah. <laughs> Like every every company, like HB, like because they, they're picking on H. And then if you're going to watch that, please unplug or mute or turn off your Alexa devices. Yep, because they will go off. Oh, do that again. They will go off a thousand <laughs> times. Because yeah, just, dude, yeah. that one episode they did that a while back was fucking hilarious. It's like Alexa, add bloody tampon boogers to my shopping list. <laughs> <laughs> that and that was like the whole episode of just Cartman asking Alexa to put. That's the one up too with on the uh... the shopping list. <laughs> With the hillbilly guys and getting jobs and playing songs <laughs> yeah. in the corner, he's like, "Oh, oh hey, J Jim Bob, play!" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's really good. Check it out. Oh, but also, man. man, that 
that that Paramount Plus is yeah. it's a good deal. Yeah, it is. I so I started watching that. I said, let me let me scroll through Paramount Plus and see what's going on here. All the real world. I started watching the real world. Like I'm obsessed with it again. Does Beavis um, and Butthead on it? I didn't. Look I don't into think. That. But like it I should be. Right, like all the old like Nickelodeon cartoons and shit are on there. Too. It, well, it has like, all the old MTV. So there's a yeah. very good chance Beavis and Butthead might be. I didn't even look to see the look on there. And then the other one I started watching was it's all uh, Comedy Central stuff. Fucking Crank Yankers. Yeah. Oh, right. dude, Crank Yankers is so fucking funny. Oh. <laughs> and another great show is uh, Review. I didn't see that one. That's good. It's about a guy that he has a TV show where people write in for him to review like a, like everyday life things. And like <laughs> like one episode is what's it like to be a racist. So then he has oh. to go through like a whole day only being racist. Uh, Carlos says there's going to be a beer fest impossible next year. Yeah, 100%, man. Yeah, we'll dude. Uh, usually end of July. Yeah, end of July. So look out for the brew fest and also look out for um, the brews giving, which happens every every November. November. Yeah, so uh, head over to, on Facebook or wherever your social media is and, and search Pilgaroo Brewing Company or just search School County Brew Fest and uh, follow along and they'll give you all the updates for that. But thank you so much, Carlos, for hanging out with us. If you are here, tell us what you're drinking today or what you're into. Tell us your favorite holiday stuff. We're talking movies and beers. Also, uh, if you hit that like and share button, it would really, really help us out. Um, yeah, so... Another thing that I was, uh, dude, crank it. I want to go out to crank it real quick. There's two calls on that show that every time I hear them, I fucking that, that piss was myself. The prank calls with the, with the puppets, puppets, yeah, with right? the puppets, yeah. <laughs> the one call on there, it's Jim Florentine, and he's giving his grandfather a bath, and he his grandfather like bites him or splashes him or something. So he's like, "You fucking bastard!" And he like holds him under water for a little bit, <laughs> and, but he's trying to pay his cell phone bill. So she's like, well, sir, do you want to just call back? He's like, no, you guys been calling me all week. I really want to get this taken care of. And he's just like, oh, ma'am, he's not breathing. She's like, oh, I'm going to let you go. He goes, I really want to take care of this bill. So how much do I owe you? And she's like going through the bill. He's like, oh, he's fucking turning blue. Like, he's like, he just, like, yo, I, I, I don't know if he just like purposely just didn't pay his bill for a month just to see what they would do. Like, because they us hound you. And no yeah. matter what you tell him on the end, like, hey, listen, like, Times are real tough right now. I can't pay this bill. I've literally had a bill collector one time back in the day. I was like, listen, I, I just don't have it. Like, I just lost my job the whole nine. They're like, can you ask a family member for money? Yeah. I was like, no, I can't. Well, can you ask like a local church? I'm like, no, I'm fucking broke. Like, <laughs> like, like they're, they're relentless. So him just being like, just essentially telling them he killed his grandfather and they're like, all right, so let's take care of this bill. <laughs> that one gets that you. That show is classic. And the one where Tracy Morgan calls. Now, obviously, Tracy Morgan has a very distinct voice. Um, he's like, yo, I want some tea time. I want to come play golf. And they're like, oh, I'm sorry. It's for private members only. He's like, well, how do I get in? And they're like, you have to have someone vouch for you. He's like, all right, well, you, you seem cool. Vouch for me. Let me get in there. And, play. I, remember and I want to come in there and, and play golf. They're like, sorry, sir. It's, it's private. You can't. And they hang up on him. So he calls back with a very, very white voice. And he's like, I'd like to come and play tea and play golf for the tea time at 3 o'clock. And I'm like, oh, no problem, sir. Come on down. <laughs> uh, at 3 o'clock, you know, you can fill out a form and become a member. And he's like, I got you, motherfucker. <laughs> he's like, you racist piece of shit. <laughs> like, that's my favorite two calls that show does. Where they just like, our Wanda Sykes, where she finds shit in her backseat of her car. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to keep it. 
<laughs> it's a good conversation piece. <laughs> can you just the guy on the other end? He's having fun with it. He's like, "Can you describe it? Describe it? What you want to know? What color it is and shit?" He goes, "How big is it?" And he goes, "A gorilla took this shit." <laughs> it's so funny, but yeah, Paramount Plus. It's only yeah. like what seventy bucks. I think I think not even that. I think yeah, it's like really six bucks or something. It's like really it's like not a big price. It's yeah. really good. There's a lot of good stuff on there. If you're into like the Cartoon Network or the old Nickelodeon or old MTV or Comedy Central, it's all on there. And I mean, nice. South Park alone is enough for a month just to watch that yeah. pandemic thing. But Is Stranger with Candy on it? I didn't look, but it's it possible. It might be. Uh, what we got here? Uh, I sat with you at uh, at the fest. Yeah, our first year there, we got a table and, and you sat with us and hung out with us, man. That was a good time. Hopefully next, uh, this past beer fest, we kind of participated. We didn't set up a tent. Um, maybe, I mean, maybe one year we'll go back and get a tent again. We'll see. But we kind of like being part of it and, and enjoying it. So we'll figure it out. But thank you, man. It was a good time sitting down and hanging out with you. I was, oh my God, that, if you try to go back and watch that episode, I tried to do it that day and I didn't have the equipment I thought I needed. And I tried to run the camera through because I didn't have an actual DSLR camera or a camera that could record for a long point of time. So the audio is going and then the audio and the video just unsync. Yeah. And no matter what, I because I'm not, I'm, I'm still learning how to edit. I don't know how to put it back in sync and it just, I don't know how to fix it. So it's just fucking, if you try to watch it back, it's unwatchable. You can listen to it, but our microphones suck too because at the time we had really bad microphones that are not made for outdoor. Like it was a shit show, but we had a really good time. We got to talk to everybody, but that was one of those learning moments where the, the show, I think that point forward, I was like, I got to figure this out. Yeah. And that's when I got all new microphones. Like the Brewfest was a disaster when it comes to quality. We met cool people. We got exposure. Like, I mean, you've seen us that day. But from that point on is where we, I really took serious. How could we make this show better? Yeah. So Christmas movies. Die Hard. If Die Hard is a Christmas movie... So is Batman uh, Returns. Uh, I think they're both Christmas yep. movies. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think Batman Returns is better. No. Batman Returns is different. I mean, Dan DeVito's Penguin. No, I mean, Batman, they're just, they're, they're different ends of the spectrum, in my opinion. Because also, Die Hard 2 is also a Christmas movie. I still think if I had to pick, gun to my head, what's is better, Die Hard, Die Hard 2, or Batman, I'm going Batman. All right. That's fine. I, I think they're equal. In just different ways. Yeah. Because I love Batman Returns. Yeah. And, but also Christmas movie. Yeah. I think the only thing, like, I, I think was, I read somewhere recently, it was like, is did the movie happen around Christmas or because of Christmas is what, what determines if it's a Christmas movie? I think Christmas has to be either said or talked about in some way. Like, it has to be like that season. Like, it has to be around Christmas season. And there has to at least be a Christmas tree. In the movie. <laughs> the whole reason Die Hard happened was because of a Christmas a party. A Christmas party. Yes. yes. So I would say it's a Christmas adjacent movie. It's a Christmas movie. Yeah. I mean, it's Christmas. Yeah, it's Christmas. <laughs> it, it takes place during that time. It may like not, it's not specifically that, made for seems, Christmas. He was coming home for Christmas. No, he was going to visit Holly for Christmas because they were separated. Yeah, but that, but that's, he was... Yeah, he was going... He, she invited him to the Christmas party at Nakatomi Plaza. <laughs> Christmas party, coming home for Christmas, Christmas party. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that makes me think of... Uh, that movie of Office Christmas Party. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was. Good I forgot too. about that one. Yeah. That one is pretty funny. Or the night before is good too, with Seth Rogen and uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. And uh, oh yeah, yeah. I don't think I saw that. That's a good one too. I own the black sweater, where, ugly Christmas sweater, and I was told at work one time I can't wear it. Where um. It's offensive. I said, I think it's offensive. Santa can't be black. Where, <laughs> where because 
Seth Rogen is Jewish and wearing a the ugly sweater that has the, the Star David. Bum, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he's in church and like freaking out because he's on mushrooms. He's on mushrooms. <laughs> he's on mushrooms he's like, in church and wearing a star of David. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, he's like, oh, he's staring at me. <laughs> we gotta get out of here. My people what, killed him. So what What other ones do you, that, like, I, I love Christmas time. I just I don't know why. I, I don't. Just do, but I know you, you're, Tony's, no, it's Tony's not my, Mr. Scrooge. It's not my thing. But, um, like, what are some, like, you have to watch every year? Uh, it's, it's a wonderful life. I have to watch it. Oh my goodness! Like I, would, I understand I that it's like I would like, kill myself. Like more of like a downtrodden movie and stuff. <laughs> but I, I'm not sure why. It's just like on on my list every year. I had to watch it at least once. I we mostly said them Home Alone, um, and 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 Home Alone, uh, Christmas Story, and and uh, Christmas Vacation are all must watches. So besides the one irony, so I what Christmas Vacation, Home Alone, um, Scrooge, Scrooge, Home Alone Two. Home Alone 2 is fantastic. I still got to watch Krampus because I don't own it and I didn't feel like paying for it last week. But I got to put Krampus as well every year. Um, Die Hard, Gremlins. What did you say, Heidi? Is it now? It wasn't last week. She just watched on something. Okay. No, wait. No, it might be Hulu. Hulu. I can't remember. I watched it she watched it last night. Well, she fell asleep oh, maybe watching it last put night. It on. Uh, uh, what, was it? What, what did you just say? Uh, Gremlins. 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 Yeah. Christmas movie. Yeah. Yes, yep. 100%. I mean, the main theme is the Christmas song. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Gremlins is a great and movie. And he got, he got, uh, Gizmo was a Christmas gift. Yep. Sad to slay, people say. I'll but, say it. Was yeah. that the one with Goldberg? But I won't watch it because I don't like Goldberg. <laughs> um, That's, you and, gotta uh, watch it. It's just so ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> Saying it with muscles. Uh, <laughs> Hulk Hogan. Uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night. Yeah. Um, we just watched it last year for the first time. Uh, Fat Man. Oh yeah, that was interesting. That was good. I With, liked uh, it. Mel Gibson. Mel, have, you, have you heard of this movie? Yeah. It's called Fat Man, and this kid is a shithead. So he gets coal for Christmas, and he hires an assassin to go kill Santa Claus. Uh, and Santa he's Claus like, is Mel Gibson. And yeah. Santa Claus is Mel Gibson, and the assassin shows up, and he's like. You think you're the first one to try this, motherfucker? <laughs> like, <laughs> it just turns into like the Matrix. Like yeah, they just start fucking hilarious. Like there's blood everywhere. He kills elves. Like it's just crazy. <laughs> it's really good. What's it called again? Fat, Fat Man. Man. Fat Man. Yeah, it's Mel Gibson just as his badass Santa Claus. Like he's like, oh, I'm so jolly, and then he just like the assassin shows up and takes a shot at him and hits him. Like shoots Santa Claus, and he just smiles and he just like peeks up and he just like, he's hiding behind the cover. He's like. You think you're the first one to try this? You're leaving here dead. <laughs> like shot in the eye at some Sandy yeah. shot in the eye and he gets an eye patch. It's awesome. But I like the the memes float the uh Christmas Chronicle memes of Kurt Russell floating around with like, oh you, did you ever watch this origin story is the thing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cause he has the big beard and the thing. Are you are you um like the claymation fans, like the Heat Miser and the like yeah. Rudolph? Oh, yeah. And- he, he, they, I, I, I wore those. They're out. on the list to watch, but they're not. They're like, ones I don't want. I don't really watch. They're not necessary to me. Every year anymore. Um, I know Rich really wants to watch White Christmas at some point, which that's always a fun one. Yeah. What is White Christmas? White Christmas is with Bing Crosby. It's when Bing Crosby tap dance with Danny fucking K. <laughs> <laughs> yep. No, I didn't. Have, no it's from like the 50s. Yeah. It's like a yeah, World it, War II, like USO type 50s dance. Oh, that's sour. <laughs> dance, uh, da- sing and dance number deal. I'm really happy you guys didn't give me a full pour here. <laughs> this one's interesting. So in, in the midst of talking about all of our favorite Christmas movies, we cracked open the Sour Me, Sour French Toast from Duclaw. 
Bill's Bill's uh, process was it's a breakfast for Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I mean, it, it's a good breakfast beer. It's very mapley. I have yeah. a hard time with maple syrup, but it, it has a lot of maple. I think it captures the French toast, the hint of strawberry. It is tart. Yep. That's good stuff. So you guys ready to hate me on my next question here? Chris- yeah, let's do it. Christmas music. I fucking hate Christmas music, but there's a few people I can listen to, and there's a song. Maybe it was. It's not super new, but I, I heard it, and I was like, "Yo, this is probably one of the best Christmas songs ever." Because I did not expect it to be this good. Well, I mean, I kind of expected it to be this good because one of the people in it are fucking fantastic, and the other one is someone everybody wants to hate. But he's super talented. He is talented. He, he knows what he's doing. But there's a Justin Bieber "Boys to Men" song <laughs> called "Fallala," and it's fire. It's a really good song. Uh, Boys to Men is unbelievably talented. They're super good, and just Justin Bieber joins them, and it's a really good Christmas song. Um, and if any of you say Trans Siberian Orchestra, I'm going to stab myself in the neck. Trans Siberian Orchestra. Oh I God. I go both varying between the, o- the old crooner stuff. Yeah. For some reason, like like it's so classic, like Bing Crosby. And I and- like the. Horribly offensive, funny Christmas songs. Yeah, <laughs> like, like what? Uh, right over by reindeer. No, no but uh, no, like walking what's around name? in women's underwear. Yeah. Like Bob Rivers and Twisted yep. Radio to the tune oh. of uh, "Walking in Winter Wonderland." <laughs> yep. <laughs> and also the I enjoy the August Burns Red. Oh, uh, the August Burns the Red Christmas Christmas stuff, stuff is. I will take that fantastic. over to Siberian Orchestra every day of the week. I cannot yeah. see how someone can sit for three and a half hours for that concert and just listen to heavy metal Christmas music. Well, well it's the, visual too. It's not yeah, like, and and the August. Burns Red, they they do a Christmas show every year in yeah, Lancaster because that, that's where they're yeah, from. Yeah. yeah, it's where they're from. Like that, I just, might be able to handle. But that's everyone's like, "Yo, I got tickets. You want to go see Trent?" I'm like, "No, no, I do not." I would like to see it at some point. Yeah, um, I would too, but I haven't gotten around to it. But um, yeah, the the funny like Dennis Leary has a song called "Merry Fucking Christmas" and it's yeah. fucking hilarious. Who do you steal it from? Huh? Oh, <laughs> Den- is that a thing? <laughs> yeah, Dennis Leary uh, literally stole all of his stuff. Not all of his stuff, but he took a large portion of his stuff from another comedian. Um, I wish Brian was listening or tuning in. I forget the comedian's name, but Dennis Leary, like the comedian died and Dennis Leary just took over his shit. Yeah. Well, it, he's more of an actor than a comedian now. Yeah, yeah. The uh, But like his Christmas song is fucking hilarious. Um, I also enjoy, uh, I mean, it's not Christmas, not Michael Bublé, right? Yeah, well, that's uh, the, the, the Kearney one. Yeah, I, I, I just pasted my favorite Christmas song to the group chat. <laughs> oh, we can't say it out loud. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me mute my phone just in case. The nostalgia critic. I fucking love Christmas. Is that the, is that the song? Yeah, from Doctor. G- he only has thirty one subscribers. Go like this guy. <laughs> Uh, maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not going to listen to it. We'll find out later. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, the August Burns Red Christmas is what I usually have on in my office. And yeah. stuff. So I love when people come in and it's like heavy metal frosty. Or like, <laughs> but it's like, like some of them start so like low and normal and then yeah. they just launch into like, <laughs> like yeah, fucking heavy of, metal. Their like, version of the Home Alone theme is fantastic. Yeah. Home Alone has a good, th- uh, good soundtrack. Well, John Williams. Yeah. yeah. Good soundtrack. <laughs> Well, that's what we were watching Scrooge last night. I'm like, this is Danny Elfman, isn't it? And I'm like, yep. Because yeah. <laughs> like, it sounds, this is the music to Scrooge sounds like Batman Returns. Yeah. <laughs> Any other, what, what were you, Bob? Any other Christmas music? I try to hide from it. I'm not a fan of Christmas music in general. Yeah, um, me neither. What about Dominic the Christmas Donkey? Oh, yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good it's one. A, it's, a yeah, it's a solid, like, three, four in a row listens and you'll <laughs> lose your fucking mind. Is my ding a ling considered a Christmas song? 
No, I think that's just a dingling song. All right. I like that song. <laughs> I like that song. Um, I'm trying to think of other Christmas songs. Like, a, I'm getting nothing for Christmas is always a good one because it's just a little kid being a piece of shit. I like that one. <laughs> I ain't getting nothing <laughs> for Christmas. <laughs> um, you know who a big thing for me growing up too was The Simpsons was always a big thing for me in Christmas. We're like, yeah. oh, they're, they're like Jingle the bells, Batman, Batman smells. <laughs> yeah, like Simpsons. Always well, the, I think the Simpsons Christmas episode was like the first episode that was on like actual TV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because we're like before that was just like Tracy Ullman shorts. Mm-hmm. But I thought Heidi was chiming in. What are you saying? <laughs> yeah, that's the first episode they get. Heidi's upset because I I don't participate in Christmas and it bothers her. Santa's little helper. Merry Christmas. Satan's first. little helper. Yep. <laughs> yeah, we're doing a secret Santa, uh, a secret Satan for the Christmas party. For the Santos L helper. Yeah, instead, yep. of, instead of secret Santa, we're calling it secret Satan, <laughs> and we're all giving each other gifts. Really Very horrible, awful gifts. Very horrible, awful gifts. I shit a it's box like, for somebody. Like, yeah, like a snake. All right, so. <laughs> oh, give me a snake. <laughs> I'll fucking kill you. All right. <laughs> Why did it have to be snakes? Sam Adams' old Fezziwig makes its return. So let's see if it is as wonderful as I remember. Because this is always my favorite. I don't know if it's because of the name. Uh, <laughs> Bane says, but why is it so cold by... The the the, 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 the I can't pronounce that. The Malico sisters? Where do we lie on baby it's cold outside? I don't care. Don't care. Also, they... I can see where they're coming also from. Also, they uh, didn't Dewey Chanel take it back and her and Joseph yeah, Gordon-Levitt... Yeah, yeah, they did a flip. Did, yeah, yeah, did a flip version <laughs> where, like, where it was her really trying to go. And he's like, get the fuck out my house. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no she yeah, sang the girl's trying, part yeah. as the guy, uh, the guy and the guy is the girl. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. There's a show that she just watched. Uh, it's, I forget what it's called, but it's... Uh, what? Love hard. Lo- what? Love hard. Love hearts? Love hard. Like die hard. Love hard. Love hard, but like, love hard. I'm in that it's basically back in the 50s or whatever when that song came out, like banging people wasn't looked upon nicely randomly. So yeah, yeah. Random that's the whole purpose of the song. I mean, yeah. It's not, I don't, don't, be I don't a think floozy. it's rapey. It, don't be a little floozy girl. Back it's a product 50s. of the time. I don't think that it's offensive in the least, and I don't think it's a date rape song. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's pushy, but it's like I said, the fifties. Yeah, yeah. People were scumbags in the because like the whole thing, like she's like, if you're upset about a, there. <laughs> if you're upset about a song in the fifties and not like the fact that not everyone had rights. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean, like, <laughs> like the fifties weren't awesome for everybody. No. You know what I mean, like. <laughs> but no, I just think it's people want to find something to be offended in of it. Is what the problem is. Do you think that you think that's going away anytime soon? Do you no. think we're you think we're at the point where people <laughs> until just like, that fucking EMP hits and fucking all social media and electricity is destroyed? No. Here's my thing. I just think, I think people act very passionate about a topic. Like, oh my god, at this like I like. I think the overall goal of what they're trying to do is fine. Like, obviously, yes, don't treat people of color like shit. I'm all for that. P- gay, p- like people that are gay or LGBTQ or you know, women or all that. Like, treat everyone fucking equal. I'm on team. I'm on board with that. But like, you get lost in the shuffle when all you're trying to do is like, erase everything. That like, oh, you can't have comedy. Like, that's another joke they did in South Park. Thing. Yeah, like, comedy. Well, comedy is not like. What do you call a transgender walking into a bar? A very nice person. Yeah, like, like that. Like, well, like that's I mean, the only jokes you can tell. Like. like Things change, people, and and the whole thing that I hate about like the cancel culture thing is that they don't the the people that push it don't allow for those to grow or consider growth. Yeah, like when Kevin Hart got pinched on the Oscars, like they pulled shit of his like from ten years ago. When yep. guess what every comedian was doing? Yeah, the same fucking thing, and now 
like he was like, you know, fuck it. <laughs> like I did it. I'm not going to apologize for it. That's where comedy was at the time. It's like, yeah, it might be shitty, but, and it's not by whatever today's okay social standards are. You know but, who's a great comedian, but I think if today's people went back and listened to him, he they would probably have to go burn his grave down. Uh, fucking Bernie Mac. No, Bernie Mac. Bernie, like, Bernie see, Mac. Like, and it's, see, it is selective, too. Like, like you don't hear people busting on Eddie Murphy about Exa that, like, exactly what I was going to say. Listen to Raw or Delirious. Go listen to Delirious yeah. and tell me if it will fly today. Well, you, yeah, we, we, no we, we, yeah we, we pick on the gay people because... They're gay. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, he was, he's like, I like the kid to homosexuals because they're homosexuals. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, like, it was it was rough. It yeah. was 1983. <laughs> yeah. We, I, I, and I think everyone for the most part, like all of us here at this table, can be like, we don't agree with that, but like we understand at the time that that you know what I mean, like it was not appropriate, but it, that's what it was at the time. But also, it gets to where is it appropriate or is it like, like where, when is it being hateful is the problem? Yes. Versus, is it just for laughs? Listen, because like I, the I whole Eddie Murphy bit that we're talking about, if you've ever heard it, you understand why we're not quoting it. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> but like, I don't think any of it came from a realm of hate. It was just current perception of Listen, that time. If you just here's a, here's another thing. If you want to be funny or you want to make jokes or you just pick on white dude, white straight men, because you're safe. We're, you're, they can make fun of them all you want. They're not, they're not allowed to be offended because they ruled the world forever, right? That's that's the that's the premise essentially of the world. That's where it's going. It seems like a lot of times. <laughs> so, like, yeah, we'll be the brother of the joke for a while. I think it's hilarious. Yeah. Please make fun of us. Make fun of everybody. Yeah, <laughs> that's I, what. So that's why South Park was always so funny because they no one was off limits. Yeah, that's why it was so funny when like Isaac Hayes quit Chef because they literally ripped into everybody, but Scientology crossed the line. <laughs> yeah, everyone got. <laughs> and it. then they made Chef into a child rapist. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> So crazy. Uh, our, our last Sam Adams here, if you're still listening, uh, is going to be the Sam Adams old Fezwig? Old Fezziwig. Fezziwig. Which I believe is a character from uh, Christmas Carol. Yeah. Because we were just watching Charles Muppet. Dickens. Yeah, we were yeah. just watching Muppet Christmas Carol, and I saw the old Fezziwig store. I'm like, oh, that's where it's from. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a, a old ale. Uh, it has 29 French check-ins for 3.35. 97.8 thousand check-ins. Average of 3.39. So everyone's right on the same thing. It's Spicy big. and bold. The big Christmas cookie cookie of beer. Samuel Adams' old Fezziwig. Ale is the Christmas cookie of beer, bursting with spices of the seasons and remarkably full body. It helps those long winter nights pass much quicker. This full body hits the... Uh, Palette first with a uh, depth of malt character, ranging in the sweeter toffee and caramel, notes of more dark, roasty chocolate notes, and then come on... No, oh, sorry. Then comes the spices of full force. Cinnamon, ginger, orange peel, dance on the tongue, bringing them a celebratory spirit that goes hand in hand with the season. Holy Hannah, Samuel Adams put a fucking book in there. Uh, fun fact, when we record part two of this episode, these readings are going to get a lot worse. <laughs> um, but yeah. Anyone, anyone in the chat? What's your favorite Christmas movie, music, the whole nine? What do you, what do you, what do you, what are we talking here? Um, yeah, I don't know. I think a lot of times, like you'll see people um, go nuts on social media, saying like, "Oh, like cancel that! These people are scumbags!" Da 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 da. But then it turns into, "Well, how can we kick sand in their face to make them offended?" So then we can get our point across that they hurt our feelings. And then it just keeps turning into that, that comedy sketch on the beach where they keep kicking sand at each other until the other one gives up. And you never get anything accomplished because then they're like, oh, okay. Well, if, oh, if you I mean, again, uh, hatred only fosters more hatred. Exactly. Yeah. That's, um, um. And then a week from now, everyone forgets about it. 
and and in the wake of them forgetting about it and no longer caring, like six people can no longer make money. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, and it's just like, but hey, you guys forgot about this. Can I come back? And they're like, no, fuck you. <laughs> just like, oh my yeah, god. I just like you said, it's just the weirdest things of like. If it happened last week, yeah, it yeah, probably is a problem. If it happened out, 20 years ago. If someone comes out and they say something overtly inappropriate, not in a sense where they're just everyday people saying, I don't like this person because I don't believe in this. Sure, do your thing. But just like sometimes you're just like, I'm going to scour through their social media and find something that they said 10 years ago and try to ruin their lives. Yeah. You're a loser. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Fuck you. <laughs> you're a loser. I'm sorry if you're that person who's scouring through the internet over 10 years ago to try to find something on somebody. Your skeleton better be fucking clean. Yeah, right. <laughs> you're all right? Yeah, I just have <coughs> my sinuses are bugging me. Yeah. All right. So the Fezzy wig. What do you think of this one, Bob? This is my favorite. Uh, sorry, Bob. I already cut you off. <laughs> uh, my, my first sip, I did not like it, but uh, it, it's grown on me. Uh, I, I think calling it a Christmas cookie was appropriate. Uh, the, the spices are subtle, they don't overwhelm. Um, it's okay. I, I'm from an initial eh, to that's not too bad. It's like a. And it, it's not spectacular, but uh, I, I would drink this again. It's like a mad elf version of an ultralight. <laughs> it's a it's an ultralight mad elf. That's yeah. exactly what it is. Yeah. Um, I feel like this is what the lager wanted it to be, and then they lightened it up. This the, uh, this is my favorite of the pack. Um, I'm really uh, kind of bummed what they did with the winter lager. Because I used to love the winter lager. Like, it was a really hearty, spicy, great Christmas-time, winter-type beer. Now it's Marzen-adjacent. Yeah. I think this is kind of like, hey, here's a lager. Enjoy it. Here's the two beers if you want spicy holiday. Like, this is for people who are like, I just want a lager. And this is for people like, hey, this is this is in the same wheelhouse. or ales. or not lagers. But you want that spicy Christmas theme the you can go with the the holiday uh white ale and the old old fizzy the old fez oh, and they just said marketing department said it's cool let it out guys and this one's just like let's give it a shot see what they think <laughs> that's what we have here we have the we have the lager can't go wrong people will drink it it's a lager it's just symbol there's no spice there's no whatever you got and these two are like hey these are your holiday beers and then they're like do you think you're gonna like this ipa Will it, will it come back next year? Do, Probably not. Do they do tours or have a tasting room down there? In Bethlehem? I mean, Brandingsville. I don't, I don't think, think they do. So I think they did, but I don't think they do currently. Listen, Sam Adams, if if you need somebody, we will come to you. You can line up four beers and be like, what do you think people are going to think of these? And we're, we're your guys. Mm -hmm. Yep. You know what I mean? We might get drunk and talk shit the whole time about like stuff we're talking here, but... That, comes to the territory as next episode is us be, being drunk and talking shit oh yeah wait, <laughs> wait till we record the next what brewery are we doing next we'll, we'll wait for the plugs for that yeah we'll get we'll get that towards the end so you want to see a weird episode watch the sam adams brew dog episode because the beer they make is a wild fermented sour that they like they use like the wort as like a hot tub <laughs> before it boiled really yeah and they laid in it they're like hanging out in it and, then, and then we all drank it and then they boiled it so but but we drank it. Yeah. Well, no, I think they they only did it for that taste. <laughs> they're just like pissing in it, and they're like, yeah, they maybe gonna, it's gonna boil. It's gonna boil. They they only did it for that like specific episode. Oh, that can't so, like, be any, they can't be any worse than the beard beer. <laughs> There's a beard beer. Or they they actually like I can't remember who did it. I'd have to look it up. But uh, uh, it was the brewmaster. They actually like 
took a yeast culture out of his beard. <laughs> really? We, we're going to, I want to, that's my new goal for the podcast. It's, it's my unrealistic goal that'll never happen. I want to lay in a jacuzzi of beer. Uh, so br- funny thing about BrewDog. So they have an, a ho- a resort in Ohio. It's a BrewDog hotel. They have IPA hot tubs. Yep. I want to, but I want that. <laughs> I then, then want that. Make it a beer. I want our soaked in, probably pissed in because we're just going to drink and sit in the hot tub. Like, you're not getting out to pee. You know what I mean? Like it's a hot tub. It's too cold out. <laughs> it's too cold. And I want that to become a beer. And I want that to be the banging beers, bath water, banging beers, bath water. <laughs> How many people died last time? <laughs> what if it cures COVID? <laughs> With no, the random, if the you could survive that, that's why you don't, can't get COVID. <laughs> I think that was one of my favorite memes of the whole COVID time was like, if you ever spent a night at X, you're immune to COVID. It's like, yeah, I've been all the. Have you ever been to Goodfellas? You'll be yeah. good. Rogue made it. Oh, really? Oh, Rogue. <laughs> and that's how we got Rogue Dead Guy because someone drank it. And then, <laughs> oh, all right. Funny. Um, are we just doing the Sam Adams? Right, just yeah. the Sam Adams. The other yeah. ones are just kind of show yeah, beers. Yeah, these are just our hanging out beers. Hanging out beers. All right, <laughs> Sam Adams pack. You already kind of gave yours. The Fezzy. The Fezzy. Yeah, Fezzy Wig's my yeah. number one. Fezzy on that yeah, one. I'll agree too. I think it's the it's the most flavorful and. It was, it's good. I'll go with that one as well. Bob, I mean, you can vote, but um, you already lost. That one's number one. I'm going to say Fezziwig, too. All right. Clean sweep. Fezziwig wins. It number really one. is like Mad Elf Light. But I, I, I honestly remember when it for, like when I was younger, I hated it. <laughs> really? Yeah. Now, like, I had it. And it's, but I drink yeah, it's it my favorite out of it. Yeah. 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 I think yeah, I made like, myself oh, drink well, just because I like the name. Yeah. Because yeah. that was when we were in our olds. Our yep. old, uh, at, um, there's um, Rish's brother and his cousin. They had a garage we used to party at when we were younger. And we had think, a old think, crow was like our big whiskey. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, but we had a we had a pension for finding drinks that had old in the name. Yep. So like old Overholt Rye yep. and old Granddad and old Fezzy. So we need old, so old we need, everything. So yeah, we need just, an old episode. Yeah. Old everything but, episode. I mean, and we don't die on the whiskey one. <laughs> oh. And we should try to f- record an episode at the garage. Oh, I think it's it's not the same. Well, no, it will never be the same after. I think they completely redid it. Oh, wow, yeah, it's dead. It's oh, dead now. Uh, number two, I'm going to go with the winter lager. I think it's a. I think it's a casual. It's not really. A, I wouldn't say it's a winter beer or like a Christmas version, but I think it's very good. I think it's a. It's a reliable lager. I think you'll have a good time with it at a bar. Yeah, I'll go with the same. Yeah, it'll be my number two. And then I. I. I think. I don't want to speak everybody. It's the winter. It's the white ale. Yeah, I, yeah. I think this reunion IPA. Hey, good, 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 uh, good attempt on it, Sammy Adams. But I don't think, uh, unless it's just us. But uh, it's not something I would. The old Sam Adams winter pack, like with the chocolate bock and stuff, was always really good. Well, do they the, still make the chocolate bock? It. They might. I don't. I uh, no. Because see, that's the what, can, hap- what happens because the can variety pack. So. And the bottle variety pack are different. So what was that, Bob? I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. Yeah. So that's what happens when you get to the point where you're in hundreds of varieties. Yeah. yeah. What do you put in it? Yeah. Um, if if you want to get this pack, you can go at the craft house and support them at Minersville. Tell them we sent you. Say I heard, listen to the episode on banging beers. I'm here to try my Sam Adams pack. If they don't have it, you can head over to Monty City to the craft house. I'm sure they have uh, the, the cake stand. They have it, or just go anywhere that you get your beer and ask for the variety the variety pack from Sam Adams. Except for the wife from Hazelton. Yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. And yeah. the uh, and the variety pack of bottles has the. Has in also the holiday porter and the Boston lager. There you oh, go. Nice. So you get a little more bang for your buck. And let us know what you think of this variety pack and which ones you. If you agree with us that the old Fez is the winner, yeah. uh, drink them. 
Sam Adams is a great one. If you have friends that aren't quite into craft beer, that like you give them uh, whatever you're drinking that you love, but they might not. This is probably a good gateway. This has always yeah. been a good gateway to get people into craft beer. I, I totally agree. Because um, they have a lot of variety that's higher quality than any of your macro. I mean, I guess, I don't think, are they technically, I don't think they're, they're not macro brew yet still, but yeah, um, they're big, but they're not, I wouldn't call them macro brew, but um, you know, like I said, it's a great way to get people that may not be into your niche craft beers. Untapped says they are a regional brewery. Regional yeah. still? So we, uh, we also, now they, sorry to, <laughs> they, they have a partnership with Dogfish Head for distribution yep. as well. So yep. that's why Dogfish Heads be able to get, because dog, like, they're one of my favorite. Like I said earlier in the episode, that if you go to a place that doesn't have a great tap list, there's usually a Sam Adams tap, and you can go with that versus anything else. And then, like, between them and Dogfish Head and like Sierra Nevada, there's some great bigger breweries out there that still aren't big beer. Yo, check this out real quick. Sorry, breaking news. So. We always tell people if you're listening on Apple reviews, and if you listen on Apple and share and get it out there, it's very helpful. Uh, unfortunately, Bangin' Beers has never charted on Apple ever. We've never broke it into top things. None of the podcasts have. The IWP Network did once, and interviews every people did once in like Guatemala. We were really big <laughs> Guatemala. Um, but Tornado Tech Podcast has been breaking in and out of the top 250 in North America, which is no joke. There's a lot of wrestling nice. podcasts, and we've been breaking in and out of the top 250 quite a few times. Like every time we post an episode, we always we always pop in there. We just broke into another region, another part of the world, and we're ranked in the top 250, and we're inside the top 100. That's Tornado Tag Podcast is now number 85 in Canada. Nice. Oh. Hey, hey, baby, <laughs> we did it. Uh, let's get banging beers in there, people. If you're listening on Apple, so on this episode, you talk sh- shit on beers with maple syrup, and then you have <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> yeah, I, I break love, into Canada. I, I love, I love maple syrup. Like I'll put maple syrup on everything. That's that's the gravy of breakfast. Yeah. I just don't like it in my beer. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think that's going to help me at all. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we also on the Facebook side of things, we also shut down all of the community pages. They literally the wrestling one, the interviews, whatever people won. That she not so nobody really was talking. She's behind illusion. Not cool in high school was somewhat there, but it was still getting bombarded. It just turned into everyone was just trying to dump their content into it, and it just got annoying. And I got sick of fucking blocking everybody. Um, Banging beers didn't do that. Like no one really went in there and tried to flood it with their nonsense because they got booed it right away. Because for the most part, you guys are doing a good job controlling that page and helping me run it. So. I kept it. It's it's gonna still still stay there. Um, we're always open to like fans. If fans want to turn into a fan page or whatever it is, but it it it's made for you guys to put your beers in. So if you listen to this and you are on Facebook, uh, head over to the Banging Beers community page and post beer reviews. Let us know what you think of what you're drinking. Tell us like, hey, you guys should try this out, or just talk to us, hang out with us. Um, also, we have a brand new YouTube channel. Just created it. It's brand brand new. We're trying to hit those goals of of one k so we can get thing. Uh, everything used to be under the I. WEP network uh, social media or I mean sorry uh, yeah social media for the longest time and then late this year we kind of made all of our own in February we put all of the own audio sources out I made social medias for every po- every podcast page and then I made 
a YouTube channel just a couple weeks ago for every podcast page. So now everything has its own thing. You search Banging Beers, it has its own YouTube, Facebook, website, the whole nine. But the problem with that is we're four years in and we're pretty much starting over. So going into 2022, it's fresh. This is it. Like Banging Beers is kind of being completely rebooted when it comes to social media and everything. So it really, really helps us out if you made it this far to just head over to YouTube, hit subscribe, uh, leave us a like or a thumbs up, a comment. Help us get in that algorithm because here's the thing. We're never going to pay a website to promote our stuff. It's not going to happen. I'm not giving Facebook or Twitter 60 bucks to make my thing flood people's thing. I want it to come down to people who generally like what they're listening to. If you generally like us, hit share, hit like. That helps us out more than you know. It really gets us out there. It really gets us exposed to new audiences and new eyes. And when people do that, like Tornado Tag Podcast, if you're watching, dude, I'm on a fucking trading card I'm, <laughs> because people in the wrestling community, whereas, like I said, we've been in and out of the top 250 on Apple a few times now. Now we're in Canada. Those opportunities help these podcasts grow, and it's all because of word of mouth, and that's all we're going by. If you think we're good enough and you enjoy this and you're listening to it, if you're listening to this later on in audio, take a screenshot and put it out there like, I just listened to Bangin' Bears podcast. They're, they're, they're entertaining or they fucking suck. Whatever it is, say something. Feedback means a lot. Uh, also head over to IWPnetwork.com and check out a few of the other shows we do. Maybe you'll, you'll be into them. We have something for everybody. But on that note, Bob, what are you plugging? What are you wearing? Let's get out of here. Uh, Catamount um, Ales, uh, brewery from Vermont. Um, um, again, uh, patronize your local businesses while we're uh, in Corona mode. And uh, that's all I have to say. Bah, uh, Bill. All right. I'm going to say we, so Yingling the last couple of years did not make variety packs for the holidays. So we at the Craft House decided to make our own variety pack of yingling. There it is. Hell yeah. For the holidays. Stick so, it to the man. We're, yeah, we'll show them. So uh, <laughs> It's all chatty. Take that, dick. It, yeah. It, 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 <laughs> looks, uh, it looks like a variety pack, but it's the Bang & Beers variety yeah, pack, and it's, it's, just all it's just all chatty. It's just all chatty. No, it's... Um, so it's two of the, uh, of the Hershey Porter, two of the regular Porter, Two Golden Pilsners, two Loggers, two Chesterfields. There you go. If you would have said no Chesterfield, I would have. I would have. And two Oktoberfests. I would have wised you down. I would have. I would have wised your building. Yeah. No. <laughs> so, I mean, it's a good mix. Um, you can use the porter and Chetty to do a half and half if if you want to. Yeah. I mean, so, I would just say pick up that uh, if you're interested. For I think it's like fourteen bucks for the twelve pack which isn't bad, and you have a variety for if you're having people over for the holidays. Yeah, awesome, man. Uh, Andrew? Uh, I got nothing this week. You got nothing? No. Think of something. Uh, I'm learning things that might benefit the channel. How about that? There you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, you guys have some cool stuff coming out. Like I said, uh, we have a lot of fun stuff planned in t- 2022. Uh, the biggest thing, <laughs> too, that we're trying did, did I say that right? Uh, sorry. Uh, anyway, uh, you chuckled and I got something. No, I was, that was, I was thinking of myself with something in and then just oh. laugh. Um, <laughs> support is, is, like I said, the shares are great. If you can if you can help us out on the Patreon, we do have a dollar or five dollar. It's literally a monthly subscription. It's like giving us... Five bucks a month is like buying us a beer every month. But if a thousand people do five dollars a month, you could really, we, really change what we do here on the podcast. We do have a really... We have a pretty cool, unique, one-of-a-kind giveaway coming up someday once we have some uh once we get enough engagement to actually put it out there so yeah we, we want to do giveaways we want to give free shit away but it comes down to people interacting and talking and sharing and building that audience people listen the numbers are there we're getting listened to 
but no one's really letting us know they're doing so. And we want to interact with you as a listener. We 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 truly truly appreciate you guys for everything you do and all the listens and views you give us. Um, but yeah, let let's let's engage a little more. I know it's tough when you listen to in your car and you're wherever you're at, but uh, we give you a live version and people tune in live. Or I know it's tough on football Sunday to to not watch your team. My team is probably playing right now, but uh, we we appreciate all that. But we do have merchandise. You can grab a T-shirt. Um, we have a we have a goal. I'm not doing like a GoFundMe or anything, but I have a goal. There's a money number in sight, n- number in sight of equipment that will make this show cool. One of the things I want to do is behind the curtain. We're in a kitchen, right? So this kitchen I would like to to close off. And I would like to put a multicam system in. It's going to cost money to do so. But what that would do is, instead of just watching one static shot down the table the entire time, we can flip cameras. So we can kind of be more, a little more interactive and, and do fun stuff. Once again, costs money. But that comes down to support. I mean, I'm still paying for it. And I'm raising up the money of my own to buy this stuff. I, that's what I've been doing the entire time with this podcast. But the small things like that of buying a t-shirt, signing up for Patreon, all really, really help us. Uh, but thank you guys so much for everything you've been doing. You're all wonderful. Thank you for everyone who tuned in. The likes on Facebook. Let's give them a quick plug. Um, uh, Ro- oh, Rosa. Rosa Rosa, and Rish. The wives are giving us the likes on Facebook. <laughs> thank you so much. Everyone who turned in to watch. Bane, we love you. Uh, Carlos, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Rish for saying, hey, Dick, I'm listening. You guys are all absolutely fantastic. If you're <laughs> listening to this back later on the replay, make sure you drop a comment. If you're watching on YouTube, hit the like. If you're not watching on YouTube, go subscribe to it. Help us get it there. Um, 200 is the first goal. 200, you get a uh, YouTube.com and we can put whatever we want there. 1,000, we start getting paid and start getting monetized. So uh, help us out. We love you to death. We'll see you next time. Bang and Beers Podcast. We're out of here. Peace.